in the mighty name of Jesus. gathering up today and to put you in number one you deserve Father you deserve always that nothing can compare with you there's nothing can be better than you how great we have you Father so Father I give the rest time and just put down your hands Father guide us Use me. Use my, my tongue, my words. I'm just the best of you. Without you, nothing I can do, Father. Let your Holy Spirit come upon us. Teach us. Guide us. And us to understand your words, your truths. Purify us, Father. Open our ears, our hearts. Give us a searching heart. Put your fire in us, Father. And then seeking you. Seeking you more than anything else. All this business in this world will be passed. Just meaningless. Meaningless, emptiness. Father, help us in any situation. Simply say to you, Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I pray. When I when I say there, I thought about many years ago when I was still in China. My first the church, I think I have the thinner side, like this big. And usually, we had more than around 200 people. Can you imagine? Faith in there. And there's no saints. People have to stand out of the door, out of the window. I saw the search, I saw the hunger, I saw the fire. I saw people emotion. They cried. You know, I really missing. I'm missing that kind of time. Recently, I pray or not. I pray revival. I want to see the revival happen to America, to every church, to Europe. I want to see the revival more than anything else. Once I want to have the lottery ticket winning now, I told them, I don't care. I want to see people seeking God. And like crazy. But I, I realized in America, we live in so comfort, so comfortable life. We're satisfied with what we have. 
we feel like we're missing nothing. When you miss something, you come to God, you pray to God. And that's why you see the revival happening in China, in Philippines, in Africa, in India. But meanwhile, in Europe, in America, there's the most church. People don't show up. People have no interest. They think they don't need God. Woe to us, woe to us. I remember there's a Indian saint, very famous, I forgot the name. He said, I seek in God all the time. People ask him, why you love God so much? He said, when I stop to seeking God, the trouble can come to me. The suffering come to me. So I have to seek in God more than anything else. I pray each of us have that kind of thirsty heart. So today my topic is, have you been reborn? I don't think people like this title. Have you ever asked yourself this question? This question is so important, more important than who you married to, which job you're gonna take, which skill you can learn, when you ask this question from the bottom of your heart, then you will know which path I'm walking on. The path direct me to death or direct me to the eternal life. There, is a, there are only two roads, nothing else, only two. Either to death, either to life. Which path we choose? In Bible, um, John chapter three, Jesus asked Nicodemus, and uh, if you remember the conversation, one word very important, he said, Nicodemus, truly, truly, I tell you, if you are not reborn, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. What that mean? If I transform this word, is that it means Jesus said to Nicodemus, I know you seek truth, you love my teaching. And you sacrifice your time every day, two hours, you pray, you fast, you donate all, most of your income. But all this you have done, not enough. If you're not reborn, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What is reborn meaning? It's a meaning you let you put your life in God's hand. 
No longer you let your flesh to control. You let the Holy Spirit to control your life. And then you pray the sinner's prayer. What does that mean? You acknowledge Jesus is your Savior. You cry out to God with sincere heart. Save me, change me, help me. You're wondering, because so often you ask the Christian, have you, be, have you been reborn? And I guarantee most of the time, they're going to answer, yes, surely I did. But the truth is, no, there are few truly reborn. It's serious. It's so serious. When you know the truth, you you will get confused. When you see so much Christians, how they behavior, they are still controlled in the anger, in the bitter hatred. They had all the bondage, all the chains. You're wondering what happened, God. But the truth is, they have ever, they didn't reborn. There's so much false preachers, they tell you, if you follow me with these prayers, then after you follow this prayer, he told you, now you are saved, now you are reborn. These preachers, false preachers, they created a lot of false Christians. They tell you, as long as you water baptized, as long as you tithe, as long as you go to church on Sunday, you are saved. You are reborn. So sad, so sad. That's why so much Christians, they're misleading by these false preachers. They never reborn, but they cheat themselves. You know, when you're reborn, what's the major, what's the major change? Your heart. Your heart has a transformation. You're no longer yourself. You no longer behavior like your old self. There is evidence to prove you reborn. I remember years ago when I was reborn, I clearly remember that day. And I made this, this sinner's prayer. And I cried. I cried. I couldn't even stop for half half hour. I was wondering what happened to me. I didn't cry for many years. And then a lot of things start changing. And the second day, I was in the supermarket. And a lot of people was on the line. So I told old people or some people in a hurry behind me, I told them, oh, you can go ahead in front of me. The cashier 
she said, wow, I really saw people like you so kindly. That moment I was afraid. I worried about it. she recognized me. I was the one yelling to others, cut others' knife, curse others. In few, before a few weeks ago, in the same place. And then I went to shopping. There's a lady, she dropped the clothes on the floor. She walked by like nothing. Then meanwhile, I judged her. The Holy Spirit told me, why don't you pick up a good example? So I did. I went to the public uh, bathroom. I complained the mess, and the Holy Spirit tell me, why don't you clean it up? I obey. You know, once I was arrogant, but I realized during those years, Holy Spirit always tell me cleaning the bathroom and the cigarette in it. I realized the more bathroom I clean, I become more humble. Yes. Yes. I become more humble. The Holy Spirit knows how to teach me, how to break me, how to heal me, how to guide me. When you reborn, you are totally different. Your personality, how much I once, how much I love TV, and after reborn, how much I hate TV. I, I couldn't remember how many years I never watched TV. How much I love go to bar and how much I hate bar. I remember once a friend asked me, oh, you just show up for a few seconds. The, the, the music, now the music, I couldn't stand for two minutes. I said, this is suffering. This is such a suffering. How come? Once I was so crazy every Friday, I went to the bar, and after I reborn, until today, I never, I never go back again. And my habit become go to the hospital, be, help the people, pray for them, go to church to, to volunteer. You know, the Holy Spirit will change your taste bud. Before you reborn, you belong to your flesh. Your flesh, what your flesh like? Almost like a, if I can use um, oh, just like a fly, you not go to the dirty place, filthy place to dig the food. Why I use this? Um, because before you reborn, you belong to, you controlled by your flesh. You are died. You are living dead. Why I said living dead? Our ancestors, when they committed the sins, Adam and uh, when they commit the the sin, they are in the spiritual death. So since we born, we are sinners. When you are dead, spiritual dead, you cannot see, you cannot hear. Whatever you do, you are just like the two years old. You don't know what is good for you. You are living in the flesh. That's 
whatever you choose, you think is good for you, turn out just damaged, just bad for you. Now I look back before I reborn, I thought I'm smart. I thought whatever I did, I'm sober. I, I was the boxy. I was taken advantage. But today I look back. I was living dead. I was zombie, dead outside, dead inside. I don't have wisdom. When you're spiritually dead, you don't have wisdom. You're foolish. But when, you, when the Holy Spirit enters in you, imagine before you are unknown, you are known in your helpless, you are limited. Now, after you reborn, the Holy Spirit enters in you. Now I'm no longer a self. Wherever I go, I have a guidance. I have the best and the master, the teacher. There's so much story, so much story I can share with you. When, when the spirit came in me, how much miracle happened? Before I was reborn, constantly I was living in the disaster. Why living in disaster? Because whatever you do, you're sinful. The sin only brings you consequence. Nothing good come out. So, I was like a magnet, just tracked all these disasters. So I had one boyfriend that we had broken for years, but often I just bothered him because often I was in trouble. Hey, somebody just stole my wallet, what should I do? Or somebody just uh, grabbed, grabbed my bag when I walk on the uh, street. Now I couldn't even walk, can you help me? I almost lost my job. Can you introduce some kind? That sold me. And then so much dramas I couldn't even remember. But the last one I remember clearly was my car accident happened. Again, emergency call to him. I said, my car almost killed someone. I'm so scared, can you come to help? And he said, sorry, I'm busy. He hang up my phone. Thanks for God. That moment, I have to go to Jesus. But that moment changed my life forever. You should always go to Jesus first. Then you avoid your, your tourist road. And from that moment until today, I never need to ask people. And when you don't need to ask people, when you have a Holy Spirit in you, when you're reborn, your life completely have nothing same like before. I remember after I reborn, I rarely have any kind of disaster. Sometimes they just pass by. And one day I was on the highway. Suddenly there's a big truck behind me, out of control, just ran into our car. So that moment, almost no, no way we can make it. 
I was sitting this side, and this car came to here, almost like this kind of distance. I, I had a big eyes, big mouth open. And that moment, I felt like that's the longest truck I ever seen, like 100 meters long. I felt like the time stopped. And miraculously, the truck just passed by. And then there's so much miracles happen. We have a twice the bag carried with the jewelry, with cash. All we have, all in the bag. We went to a restaurant, but then we forgot. That was a very scary moment. But the moment I clearly know God will help me. And each time we get back our bag without anything lose. There's so much, so much miracles. I had a, a really safe book. I record all these miracles back those years. The Holy Soul, the Holy Spirit, so wonderful. If you're missing, if you, if you're not reborn, you will never understand what I mean by the the greatness, the sweetness, the mercy from Holy Spirit. You have to taste with yourself. If you miss the Holy Spirit. You have the biggest, um, that's, a, that's the best gift. People ask me, have you ever received the great gift? I said, the best gift is Holy Spirit. Amen. The best gift Amen. is receive the free gift to be reborn. When you reborn your word, no longer the same. You no longer feel the same. So beautiful, so beautiful. I urge you right now, seeking God. Holy Spirit, it will turn an anger person to a, a very tender, kind, loving person. He will turn a crooker to a very honest people. He will turn grapper to giver. He will turn the stupid person like me one to a wise person. He will turn drug addict into a God addict. Once in my first church, I remember there's a pastor he was a drug addict. He went to prison for years. And God made him become a very powerful pastor. Whenever he's speaking, we were so excited. We said, oh, our favorite pastor. We opened our ears. We had our notebook ready. And the other time, I also met a man. He always so kind, always so patient, always. He's he just so different than others. 
I asked him, what, what makes you different than others? He said, I would. Once I was drug addict, God saved me. God changed me. If you don't believe the miracles from God, you can see the miracle in front of you. We have drug addict pastor sit in front of you. And you see how God turned his life around. He sacrificed, he dedicated his life to God. Every time you come to church, he's here, he's praying, he's helping others. And I heard his wife said, during the more than 10 years since this church opened, all the other bigger, small church, they all closed. But we are always survived. Even we have to pass through the hardship because God is faithful. God is a miracle God. When you come to God, doesn't matter who you are, God can turn the drug addict to the saint to make the useless people, to useful people. God is amazing. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what you went through. Doesn't matter what happened to you. Doesn't matter how much sins you committed. When you come before God with your humble heart, God will forgive you. God will forget what you have done in past. And God will give you brand new future beyond your imagination. God will give you brand new heart. Will purify your heart. Doesn't matter how filthy. At last time I shared with you, I have two bottles. And once so filthy, God tell me that was once how your heart looked like, and today. He purified me. He changed me. God can do the same thing to you. God is a miracle God. He's the best healer. He's the best the heart changing doctor. In God everything is possible. There's nothing God cannot do. How much God can use you is up to you. Depending on how humble you are, how obedient you are. Doesn't matter even you if you are the foolish one, if you have the most humble heart, God can uplift you. To the worldwide, to make you, to make everyone worldwide know you. And because your humbleness, God only loves this. God only loves the people with a child heart, simple, 
humble. God loves sinners. When the sinners come to God and say to God, forgive me, Father. Forgive me, God. I repent my sin. God hates Pharisees. We have so much Christians, so-called Christians. They never reborn in God's eyes. They are Pharisees. They are proud. They are arrogant. They think they are better than anybody else. The meanwhile, they are living in the sin. And they think they're going to go to heaven for sure. They tell God, look at me, God, how perfect I am. If I cannot go to heaven, who else can? I tell you, if people like you live in the same, can go to heaven. Can you imagine a bunch of people with anger, hatred, scolding each other? If this could happen, then nobody wants to go. And this will not be called heaven. It's hell. Heaven is holy. Heaven is righteous. God only cares about your heart. Your lips cannot save you. Pharisees, they are very well to make a beautiful known prayer. They have the out spirit look very godly, but inside, filled with filthy darkness. God hates the Pharisees. But when you win it, change yourself. When you willing to humble yourself, doesn't matter. Even you are Pharisee, even you are a hypocrite, God will forgive you. If you, if you think you're reborn, but the meanwhile you have filthy mouths, then what does that mean? Means you never change. You have been. You never have been reborn. Matthew twelve thirty three through thirty four. Because by looking at the fruit, you recognize it's a good tree or bad tree. You brood of vipers. How can you, who are evil, see anything good? I want to repeat this last word five times if you can. That's really heavy words from God. If you reborn, how can you who are evil see anything good? I once met a man who can memorize the Bible really good. And he told me how much he loved God. And somebody prophesied he will be pastor. And I believe he had reborn. But one day, there's uh, someone we both know. She told me, oh, this guy, he's, he's not what you saw. He's cold heart. He's selfish. He always curses us. 
I said, how can? I don't believe that. So that morning when I opened my Bible, that word just uh, showed up under my eye. It said, do not envy the weak. Do not desire their company because their hearts plot violence and their mouths talk about evil. So I knew right away that moment, those words from, they were from God to warning me, stay away from this man. I was still kind of doubt, but very soon the same day, something happened. And that very kindly man used very vicious words, cursed me. I forgave him, I sent a message blessing him, and I stayed away from him. But uh, my point is, when you you can cheat, you can cheat others. Nobody recognizes are you reborn or not. But you cannot cheat God. God knows everything. Amen. Amen. God knows everything. These serious. And that, back that time, I sent a message to blessing him. I had a feeling in my heart, if this guy doesn't reborn, he will encounter big trouble. I didn't tell him. So a few months later, I received a phone call from him. He said, uh, he apologized to me. And he told me he almost died. He got sick. And uh, but during this time in the hospital, he encountered God because he cried out, he repented to God. And he said, he never experienced the love. He never experienced the close relationship with God. He never experienced that kind of joy. Even he was in the physical pain. I was happy for him. As said, finally, he reborn. Before I reborn, I had my vicious tongue. Like I inherited from my grandma, my father. They are professional to use their tongue as a weapon to curse people. So I'm not bad either. If you offend me, oh boy, you have a you have a miserable waiting for you. And I will scout you. Doesn't matter how strong how positive you are. You see people, you won't just fight with them. You see the walls, you won't just kick the walls. But after I reborn, no longer I can control my tongues. And every time when I'm angry, when I want to curse people, it turns out to blessing. Whenever I want to squeeze that person, Turn out, I went up to hug, to praise, to to pray for that person. That's how powerful when you surrender yourself to Holy Spirit. So in the end, I no longer to let my flesh control myself because I realized during the past, whenever I let my flesh control, 
something. I either create chaos or create enemies. But whenever I can, I was controlled by the Holy Spirit. Everything, even the bad thing, turned to good. I, and I turned enemy to the friend. They were asking you, what have, why you are different than others, so I can honor God's name. It's amazing, it's amazing. No longer, you, you should fight with God. You always surrender to, to the Holy Spirit. You only gain, you only, you are like, you are enter from the glory to the next glory, from the blessing to blessing, from victory to victory. That's how when you surrender to Holy Spirit. But when you surrender yourself, to the flesh, what you gain, you only lose. What you gain is your wrinkle, your enemies, your short temper, your argument, arguments. Surrender, surrender yourself. Feel like the enemy today didn't want me talk. I couldn't, I, I feel like I almost lost my voice. But enemy, you cannot, you cannot stop me to tell the truth. The truth is, no longer we should to live in the nice, to live in, enemy tell you, you are reborn, you are saved. That's a lie, that's a big danger. We have to wake up. We have to self-examine where I am, which path I'm choosing. It's urgency, it's urgency. We don't know when the time gonna come. When you love the flesh, it's equal you love the world. The love for God is no longer in you. When you love the world, you're the enemy of God. The world, this world cannot give you everything. People are chasing, chasing busyness. But one day, when, the, when they're in the deathbed, they realize all they chasing, they are chasing the wound. Nothing they can take with them. But the only fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you can take with you. The two smart people, doesn't matter outside, the temptation, doesn't matter how much jobs they have to do. They always sacrifice their time, their energy. They come to God. They're seeking God. They know the heavenly treasure much better than earthly treasure. Then nothing can compare. Nothing can compare. Will your life guided by your flesh? The whole life, one day you will realize your whole life just wasted. You cannot, your life is meaningless, emptiness. 
useful. It's totally waste. But when you have the Holy Spirit in you, you can reach the never, you never can imagine. And you will, you will realize what's your destiny, what's your, your purpose of your life. God will show you the path. And you will be useful. If you don't know God, if you're not reborn, you're only living in the world, self, selfish, self-centered, everything about you, about yourself. That's why you're suffering. That's why you're unhappy. That's why you cannot find your purpose with the Holy Spirit in you. When the Holy Spirit's quality become your quality, Holy Spirit interest become your interest. You become the, the source of love, source of giving, source of encouragement, source of be used by God to benefit, not a benefit to yourself, you benefit to others, to God. That's how your life can be shaped. And that's how you no longer to waste your time. If you're not reborn, you'll just waste your time. If you don't believe, and one day, after you're reborn, you look back my word, you will understand. It's so beautiful after you're reborn, no longer, no longer you're living this world. You live in holy, holy life. You separate yourself from this world. People always ask me, well, you don't have any social life. You don't have much friends. And how come you're always so happy? You always feel like you never feel lonely. You're alone. You're single. How come? I have a family. I have a kids. I have a husband. I, I feel lonely. I feel upset. I said, because you're missing the biggest gift, the Holy Spirit. He's your best friend. He's your best teacher, your best father. You have Holy Spirit. You have everything. You're missing nothing. He's the source of joy, source of everything. When you, when you rely on God, when you rely on the Holy Spirit, you are, you are unlimited. That's why your life can be a miracle. You can become a miracle. Like a King David, when he depends on God, he killed the giant. And every, every time he went to the battle, he always went. And he killed the wild beast with bare hands. Because he, he relied on the Holy Spirit. It's impossible. That's impossible if you rely on yourself. You can reach that kind of life, gonna be satisfied you. 
There is no way. When you have that Holy Spirit or so much benefit, I just mentioned about he's the best healer. He's the best life changer, a gamer changer, change, change forever. I, I remember back then when I couldn't for, forget my father, forgive him because his uh, vicious word. And in the night, in the dream, I heard thunder voice rolling thunder around my ears. My, my ear drum opened the clothes. I was afraid I would be deaf. God's voice is the thunder voice, like the Bible said. And I repeat, hallelujah, a thousand times. I couldn't even speak anymore. But when I woke up, all my anger toward my father gone. Whenever I hold anger, I cannot forgive. God will teach me, discipline me. That's why today, no way I can angry with anyone, hate anyone, no way. Like the other day, Pastor Chris, he asked me, well, I heard your trip wasn't going, had some trouble. Um, are your moods um, upside down? So I was drawing like a nice street night. I said, I'm a deaf person. Doesn't matter what you do to me, you cannot affect my mood. I'm no longer living anymore. I, I crucified my flesh. I crucified. I am dead. So I was glad he didn't tap. He didn't tap me. But sometimes I feel like there's still I still need to be completely dead. I was. I feel like I'm like a medium death. But when you reach the full death, I can tell you, when you reach the full death, oh, this world gonna turn to paradise. You are living in heaven, even the meanwhile, you, you're still on the earth. Only God can do this miracle. Because of God, we are able to be changed. Without Holy Spirit, I cannot do anything. I can be the most ugly, most rude people you can ever imagine. Holy Spirit is the only Savior. My point is, you need to reborn. You need the Holy Spirit to dwell in you. Without Holy Spirit, you are like the chicken. It's a surrounding in the dangerous situation. And all the, you belong to the enemy. There's no future for you. There's no way you can make it. But when you reborn, you're like the eagle soaring in the sky, effortlessly. And there's no danger, you're protected. Ephesians says, 
chapter 4, 22 through 24 says, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by the deceitful desire, to be made new in the attitude of your mind, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. According to the new life rules, efficiency, chapter 430, through 31 says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of, get rid of the bitterness, rage, and the anger, browning and slander unknown with every form of manic. So every time when you are staying anger, every time when you hate someone, when you cannot forgive, when you live insane, when you let your body control you, you are crucified Jesus on the cross again. For God loves his word, gave his only son to us, and Jesus crucified on the cross for our sin. His precious blood can cover our sin. The purpose, Jesus sacrificed his, his life. He won his death to give you a new hope, the hope for eternal life. But whenever you choose, you choose the sin over the repentance. You choose to live in the world over to live holy. You choose to not be reborn. You choose to refuse the free gift. You are grieved the Holy Spirit. We are called to be free. We are called to be free. And we are called to go to heaven with God together. The hell not made for us. It's made for demons. But Christians, I want you to wake up to take serious of your future, take seriously of your salvation, to take serious of the relationship with God, to choose, make a decision, to be reborn right now before you have time before you have a chance to save God right now. I want to share with you how to recognize are you reborn or not by the fruit. God said by the fruit. So how do we know? Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Know everyone who says to me, this one. Um, Galatians 5.22 The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And what is the fruit of flesh? It says, 
adultery, beauty, immorality, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, competition, jealousy, anger, self-ambition, dissension, faction, envy, drunkenness, origin. I warn you, those who need life like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. I wish you can repeat those sentences 50 times and every day self-examine what's my fruit. If you sincerely to check your heart, your fruit, you know you are reborn or not. You know right away by your heart. It's almost like you ask someone, have you ever reborn? He said, oh, maybe, I think I, think I did. I forgot. I, oh, okay, I, I think I reborn. It's almost like you ask someone, you, you married to that lady, you ask him, since when you fall in love with her, you say, oh, I cannot remember. I don't know, have I ever fall in love? What's that mean? You have you never fall in love because when the Holy Spirit comes in you, there's something changing. You are no longer the same. There's some something transform your heart. Something totally different. Like you fall in love with someone, you have somebody else living in your heart. Always change you, change you from that day. You are no longer the same person. Of course you remember, of course you know exactly. If you said, I don't know, I cannot remember for sure, you didn't remember. There's so much people think they're gonna go to heaven. Here said clearly, nor not. We're into the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father, who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not, we not prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons, and in your name perform many miracles. Then I will tell you, I never knew you away from me, you evil doers. You evil doer. This is so serious. Even us, I want to share with you another short story. I thought about um, a gentleman share with me. He said the mother every day have the Bible open, and he he enter the prayer. Uh, he go to church. She go to the church, and she had a she's a very good hard person, treat the stranger super nice. But she had a wicked mouth towards her own family. Every time he had to learn to forgive her. And she liked to chasing the TV drama. So he asked me, is my mom, is she really reborn? She's really a Christian? And the other story I recently heard, a student, uh, he asked a Christian, you had so many numbers. How come you are Christian? And the Christian answered, "Hey, look the uh, you, the poem of uh, Europe. It's even worse than me. When you are you the standard of this world, 
they don't know God. Their path toward to the parish, you cannot compare. You have to use the God standard to require yourself to live holy every day, to separate yourself from this world. Doesn't matter how the other people live. Every day, you get up, wake up your lazy butt, pray hour to pray one hour to God. Fill your holy, your your spirit the tank. Every day you do the righteous thing. Every day you according to God's will. That's how you can survive from this wicked world, and you can influence. You can be like the knight to to help others. I, I wish everyone can wake up right now. Everyone, if you are not reborn, I pray right now, right now, come to God. Come to God. Sincerely cry to God. Oh, Father, I need you. I repent my sins right now. I need you. I'm tired of my past. I'm tired of my old self, my sinful life. I'm tired of all this drama, all this unhappiness, or this heavy, or this chill. Help me, Father, right now, right now, Holy Spirit, I welcome you, enter in me, and take control of my life. I need you, Father, I need you, Father, without you. I have nothing, I have nothing. I desperately need you, Father, cry out to God right now. And I promise you from now on, no longer, your life will be the same. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Woo!